Hello, I'm Sam Pasco with KXSF Sports, and this is your Giants post-game podcast here. We'll break down today's game, Giants 1, talk about some good notes, and then we'll talk about tomorrow's game and what pr- fun promotional events you can look forward to if you're coming down to Oracle tomorrow. So let's get right into it here. Uh, so the Giants, their bats, they wake up and they stay awake. They had big hits throughout, and this team really looks like they're putting it together. These guys individually each have great power and great hit potential and they kind of put that together and it's been great to see that these past past couple of games not so much uh yesterday but today was a great showing for them as a whole on the cardinal side uh michaelis was kind of disappointing uh this is kind of a big year for him not i would say a big year but he did just get his four year 68 million dollar extension uh from the cardinals so i think they're looking for a little bit better than four earned runs over four innings off six hits uh he did have a 2.12 era over his past three games and he had no walks tonight which was a good sign of maybe a, a up-and-coming ace uh with the six strikeouts but yeah the giants got to him and uh, the biggest thing was uh, Slater's Grand Slam. I'll get right into the Giants side here. Uh, that was a great, great to see that from the youngster there. And he was great overall for the whole Giants there. It was a great sequence of events leading up to that Grand Slam with the base hits and just getting that together and then hitting that home run. It was just the crowd was alive. I haven't, The crowd, I think, was biggest during the Grand Slam and then Pablo's uh, home run. It was ecstatic. It was like a World Series game. It was crazy. Um, some quick stats on Slater's home run. Uh, it was his first career Grand Slam. It was also his first c- career pinch hit home run. Uh, since he's got called up on July 1st, he's batting 545 with two doubles, one triple, and two home runs with nine RBI. So that's pretty impressive uh, for, for Slater there. Uh, he also became the 22nd player in San Francisco era uh, baseball to hit a pinch hit grand slam and the first since Rick Ariel on June 12, 2003 at Chicago. So pretty impressive and it also adds to the total of the Giants eight pinch hit home runs uh, which are the most in the majors just ahead of Colorado and the Dodgers. Uh, actually Pittsburgh and Arizona also tied at, all at seven but nope the Giants number one at eight pinch hit home runs. It's pretty great. Um, also San Francisco batting Every batting order position had a hit tonight. That was that was a great thing to see. One through nine, uh, Slater was the ninth guy. Uh, he, he pinched hit for uh, Bumgarner there uh, after he came out. But all they all had him. Everyone, you look at the box score. Each position had a hit. So that was great to see. Uh, Pilar and Panda had two hit days. Uh, Panda had his 11th home run. It was his first as his right-handed batter since 2018 off uh, Caleb Smith in Miami, uh, which I thought was pretty impressive. Great to see Panda get some power from both sides now. He can be a, a really a, a true switch hitting threat. I know there was some kind of difficulty with that switch hitting back in Boston where they wanted him only from one side and just that difficulty, but it's great to see him kind of have this resurrection and do what he's capable of. I mentioned the Slater Slam. That was great uh, from the Giants and just get some nice production from that outfield unit there. Uh, Mad Bum, that's the one kind of uh, hard part. He did fine. It was his health. He took a hard liner right off the, uh, the pitching arm there against Jose Martinez. That was not fun to watch. It was a big old rocket right at him and, big, and it created a big old pop-up. Uh, but man, he came out. He, he pitched the right after that, but then after the next inning, it was just but what you talked about in the pre- uh, 
a press conference. He just had to take him out there. Um, on the St. Louis side, Paul Goldschmidt. Man, he lives the West Coast, am I right? Hit his 16th uh, home run in 2019. Uh, it was his first uh, first time this season he's had a home run in consecutive games. That was yesterday and today. I think he can almost hit one tomorrow. I'm not rooting for it. But he, he, you know, from his time in Arizona where he was really established as a dominant first baseman power hitter, St. Louis now not so much. Just got acquired this past offseason. But uh, his 13 home runs at Oracle, which are the most among all active players, uh, does speak for himself. And uh, his exit velo on that too, 101 miles an hour. That was off an 85.6 uh, little change up there by Watson, and he took it 338 feet. And man, I think I think it's something about the West Coast. I don't know if he likes playing here more, but uh, he's definitely got some pop. It'll be interesting to see if he can carry this into the second half. He had a rough first half last year in Arizona, was able to turn it around. And then allow the Diamondbacks to get a good trade value for him. They got Carson Kelly and Luke Weaver among someone else, which I'm forgetting. Um, uh, and that to be now in St. Louis, so we'll see. But that uh, that hit that home run had an expected batting average of 700. So it, he barreled that thing up. He just he's hitting the ball hard and he's hitting it far uh, here in the Bay. Uh, some other notes we're looking around. We have uh, Bochi on Kevin Pillar. I asked him in the press conference about uh, what's it like to have um, a guy like that. You know, he had two hits tonight, made some great catches. What's it like to have him and then be able to bat him seventh, you know? And he talked about, and Bochi talked about the RBI opportunities that Pillar brings and the great job he's done for them uh, as a whole and also describing the flexibility that Pillar gives them. Uh, being able to bat leadoff, but also seventh too. I've asked him uh, about uh, Pilar in the past uh, batting leadoff, so it was a nice little exchange there. Uh, Bochy kind of knows I like to ask about Kevin Pilar in leadoff, so I switched it around and asked him about uh, him hitting seventh, which is a nice spot for him. Um, one kind of note with the leadoff thing, which uh, this came up in my research here, uh, the new leadoff hitter, Brandon Belt, he averages 4.26 pitches per per appearance, which is seventh highest in all of Major League Baseball. So, you know, it does make sense as a leadoff guy, you want to get someone that can kind of stretch out at bats, wear down the pitcher a little bit initially. Um, so that's understandable. Pilar hits the ball hard, but he is dead last on that list at 119th uh, at 3.23 pitches, a full less pitch he sees than a belt. Now, you know, taking pitches, there's different philosophies on that. Uh, from hitting instructors, you want to get out, attack the pitcher early, and so Pilar does a lot of that, but just funny to see basically number one, seventh overall in Major League Baseball, and then uh, dead last with Kevin Pilar. but you know, he, he's been great when he, is, when he has let off, um, and he's hitting the ball hard, and uh, speaking of hitting the ball hard, Alex Dickerson, that's all he's done since he's gotten here on the 21st of June. He had the two hardest hit balls tonight, uh, the first, well actually they're both exactly the same speed, as what StatCast said on Baseball uh, Savant, I don't know if I believe that, but that's what they said, 111 miles point two uh, is what they said, in the third inning he had that on a ground ball, and then in the seventh inning that was when he was his triple, that was a rocket there, that was, it was a great piece of hitting, man, he's just barreling him up, getting line drives, I mean, I think maybe he'll return to Earth, Earth but uh, man, this little mini first half he's had here, uh, you really hope to see him continue that into the second half. If he can, I, I don't see why he can't be an all-star next year. I mean, he's he's really been that good uh, for this Giants team. 
Now, one last note here on today's game in the press conference, we could hear uh, Ariana Grande's uh, thank you next bumping in the background there. So, uh, you know, it's always a good night when uh, the the clubhouse is in a little, a little club panda there pumping some Ariana Grande in there. Uh, quick preview in tomorrow's game, you got uh, Samarja with his 18th start of the season looking to close out the unofficial first half tomorrow. Yeah, last time we saw him, he had a season-high eight innings uh, against San Diego in that 13-2 victory. He allowed two runs over five hits, struck out six, and walked two, so that's pretty nice. He also won 114 pitches, so that's great to see uh, him kind of put some length. Uh, first time he's gone over seven innings uh, since April 11th, so hey, maybe we can get another nice little shark performance tomorrow and hope the bats can stay hot against Cardinals pitcher Jack Flaherty the 34th overall pick in 2014, last uh, played against the Mariners at T-Mobile Park last Tuesday. He gave up four runs on seven hits in 4.2 innings pitched in the Cardinals' 5-4 loss. He threw 39 of his 103 pitches in the second inning when he allowed two runs. So he's, he's actually seen San Francisco a lot. He's All of his starts, all three of his career starts against the Giants have come here at Oracle Park. And he actually made his major league debut against San Francisco in 2017 uh, when he became the 15th youngest Cardinal to make uh, his major league debut in a start. Um, and the youngest since Rick Ankel uh, back in 1999. So... That'll be a good matchup to watch tomorrow, and if you do, are if you are coming down to the Oracle Park tomorrow, uh, we have some great events for you tomorrow. We have uh, the Giants hosting Top Gun Day. Uh, a special event ticket includes a Top Gun-themed Buster Posey bobblehead, and following the game, Top Gun will be shown on the scoreboard. You must have a special event ticket if you want to attend the post-game screening. Uh, the game is at 105, so the imagine the movie will end around. Uh, seven o'clock. But if you want, it, if you want to watch Top Gun uh, here at Oracle, you got to make sure you get that ticket package. So uh, check that out there. Also, if you want to bring your furry friend, it is uh, the official uh, annual Dog Days of Summer event here at Oracle Park too. Uh, the special ticket, special event ticket includes a mission for one fan and one dog to the game, as well as a Giants-themed collapsible travel bowl. So look at that. You watch Top Gun, Buster Posey bobblehead. Get a little travel bowl for your and watch uh, Top Gun with your with your favorite dog there. So uh, that's all I got for you tonight. Uh, so that should be going tomorrow. Great one tonight to see the bats wake up and this team. I'm saying I'll say it here right now. I think they can make a playoff push if they play like the what they did tonight, which they're very capable of. You know, with guys contributing up and down that lineup, one through nine. This team, this team is deadly. I mean, the pitching too. You got, you saw some length. I mean, you saw Dyson. Bumgarner was disappointed to see him with the hurt, uh, injury, but you know, Farhan just might trade him uh, coming up, so he might not be able to rely on him. And to have these other guys like Dyson, Maranta, Melanson, Watson, and Smith, you know, probably half those guys will be traded. But you know, to have guys like that there, and there, there's very similar pitchers uh, coming up. Uh, the Triple A, Fernando Abad. Uh, Pat Venditti and Sam Conrad, so those guys can replace them uh, just fine, I think. And it and I think it's it's in place there for maybe a competitive season this year. Uh, everyone's been talking about the Rangers, the Twins, kind of been as the surprise teams, maybe in the Padres. But I'm telling you, the Giants, this team, they look tonight. I wouldn't be surprised if they make a little push and uh, MLB Network quick pitch starts talking about them. So uh, you heard that here. Uh, first on Cases F Sports with Sam Pasco on the Giants Post Game Podcast.